0: Hey, welcome to the One Big Thought Podcast. This is a podcast where we talk about real ministry for the majority. I am Andy George, and joining me today is Ken Hester. Mr. Hester, how in the world are you doing today? I'm good. good. I'm, pretty, I'm pretty, good, you know? pretty good. I feel
1: like today's podcast is going to be exactly what I personally <laughs> need. and then it may also yeah. minister to somebody else. Yeah. So.
0: <laughs> well, listen, if you are listening right now, stay tuned in because as Ken just said, I think we're going to hit something that um, you're probably feeling now. Earlier this morning, a little bit later, uh, we're going to be hitting all that kind of stuff. So, uh, yeah, so stick around. And by the way, if you're listening, make sure you like, subscribe, you know, share this podcast, oh, yeah. comment on all it, all the things, you know, all the things that we. It's
1: been a couple of weeks. I feel like I'm a
0: little. Rusty. Yeah, yeah, it has. I mean, <laughs> luckily we were ahead a couple of weeks. So right. like for the listener, it's only. I think we missed a week because yeah, I we, think the thing, thing is stuff is come like, up. How but, do you
1: follow up, Micah? Like I, was just, I think we were just intimidated. I think yeah. that's what it was. Yeah, he
0: did really good. He did. Yeah. He did awesome, and he shared it a lot. We had a lot of listeners to right? it. So, yep. However, today we do have an important announcement to make. That's right. That is, it's bittersweet, quite it honestly. But yeah. Jamie Buford was no longer. Uh, on our podcast or on staff yeah so i wish i had a womp womp (laughs) womp uh sound effect but it's not a bad thing she actually has an opportunity uh for a job to work from home yeah uh, making more money being able to spend time with her kids she does do homeschool which we talked about regularly and really and she actually loves it and is good at it yeah her husband also works from home so they're kind of loving life right now yeah Uh, we will miss her dramatically i kind of wish i could do that make more money and work from home that kind of be cool yeah, I would take less money and work from home. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> but uh, Jamie, we know you're listening. We all love and uh, miss you. And uh, today, today to tell you the recording, she literally just came in for the last time. I know, we and, offered uh, her. We offered, we offered her a spot. Her to tell you guys no. goodbye, and she's like, nope, I'll she no, I'll just leave it in the comments. She said no. So uh, so it'll be the two of us plus guests as we come on. And yeah. whether or not we add a third, you know, who knows? I don't know if anybody else is worthy enough on We're our We're open for auditions. Join. Open oh, for yeah, auditions. Audition. There you sure.
1: go. Should drop your drop your reel in the comment <laughs> right. section That'll hey
0: it's going to be good all right today, the one big thought again, just if you're just now listening or forgot what we 're all about, it really does uh, mean one big thought, which means we just dial in on one major thought that we think most people are dealing with right now, mm-hmm. and today, I really believe it's probably it's an obvious one, but it's so needed today's one big thought is the word overwhelmed,
1: yeah. Yeah, and I think we're actually gonna maybe maybe talk about this in a couple of week, <laughs> a couple of sessions. maybe. Yeah, I think so. Maybe uh, this is kind of yeah, the kickoff
0: cause, intro one
1: because there's there's a few different things you know that we that we all deal with when it when it comes to being overwhelmed, and you know, for me, having two toddlers and one of them being sick this week, you know, I'm tired and that's uh, that's kind of what that kicks us off yeah. really is like, I, i'm tired i'm tired emotionally yeah. i'm tired physically yep yeah. i'm i'm tired of being a dad sometimes yeah. you know what i mean so uh yeah. so that that's kind of the first one we've got three we got four total there's four total i'll uh, we'll probably mm-hmm. hit two today and then two again next week
0: yeah we'll just kind of go into it and see how far we get yeah um but they are there's four main titles and actually these are coming out of a sermon series we're preaching right now literally called overwhelmed and it'd probably be helpful to tell people why we're doing it here at crossroads and why we feel that it's important for everybody uh it's because we look at culture and i don't know about you ken i think they probably the same but most of the conversations i have with people usually end with some sort of sense of being overwhelmed mm-hmm. like they're overwhelmed or, or i'm overwhelmed and yeah. we look at like let's just run through the list even though this is like you know, it almost makes you even more <laughs> overwhelmed. But all right, so let's start just, you know, two years ago with an election season, tons of racial injustices around the country. Um, then of course COVID and then masks, no masks, shut down, open, kids at home doing school at home, kids back and forth in school, people are losing jobs, getting jobs. Housing market is Insane right now. So people are selling homes and moving. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's and okay. So there's that. Then we had and uh, working working from home. Not yeah, working from, from home, home. not working from home.
1: Going to restaurants. Not going yep. to restaurants. Yep. I mean, the list goes on. I and didn't on. go to a
0: movie for a year. Yeah. I've, now I've only been to one. Yeah. Sang Chi, by the way, was really good. Okay, <laughs> saw
1: that. I'm still waiting. I'm, now, now I'm so spoiled that I can watch I, it from home. I just wait the yeah. extra ninety days for it to come yeah. on stream.
0: And then, of course, then there's natural disasters. There was earthquakes in the mm-hmm. world recently, fires in the West, fire, coast. Uh, flooding. T- hurricane, flooding. New Orleans got hit again mm-hmm. with a major hurricane. Uh, then overseas, you got war, and mm-hmm. you got everything that was happening in Afghanistan and all that stuff happening here now in Raleigh. Raleigh's one of the hot areas where Afghan immigrants are coming yep. to, hundreds by the day are coming here. And so, you know, you can easily look at the world and media, social media, mm-hmm. the news, and quickly feel overwhelmed. Plus, as everyday a bonus, life. yeah, <laughs> everyday life, you being a dad, me being a dad, yeah. being pastors, and uh, it's, it's a lot. And so um, what happens when we feel overwhelmed? Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, there's four. It's uh, God, I'm tired and exhausted. Mm -hmm. Then the other ones are what happens when we feel like we can't handle it anymore? Yeah. What happens when we don't feel like praying anymore, which you're preaching about this week? Yep. And uh, God, are you there? Or God, where are you? Those are kind of the four overwhelming things that we're dealing with. And um, where it came from is simply just trying to be be sensitive to what's happening in our own church and in people around us, people we talk to in ministry and, and just feel like this is what was needed right now.
1: Yeah. And, and you were even saying we've, we've, we've had conversations about this. It's not just something that we feel or that we experience in the news or whatever. It, You've had conversations Correct. at volleyball
0: games oh, yeah. with,
1: with different parents. I've had yeah. conversations with just people at Starbucks. Yep. or whatever. Everybody's feeling. I had a conversation with a, a friend of mine today going through a job transition and not really finding a place and not being able to, you know, even – even get an interview, mm-hmm. he's more than qualified. Mm-hmm. But in some cases, it's just difficult. In some different parts of the country, it's just difficult. And to to feel overwhelmed and anxious and depressed and try to find hope in that, yep. and try to find direction in that in your own personal life, and then how it uh, how it applies to you spiritually, emotionally, physically. Yeah, it 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 it, it can feel very overwhelming. Mm-hmm. And um and you know, again, kind of the first thing that you may experience is that tiredness. Yep. Yep. And what do you do when you're tired? Yep. And how do you how do you function? Because we all have to still function, regardless mm-hmm. if you're tired or not. I got three hours of sleep last night. Still had to come in. Still had to prepare. Still yep. had to have meetings. Still had to, you know, minister to people. And uh, but you got to keep going.
0: Yep. So yeah, you can't stop, and you can't give up. And right. uh, so let me set the stage for us biblically because where um, we're preaching out of is in 1 Kings chapter 18 and 19, mm-hmm. and it's a great passage of Elijah. Elijah, one of the most well-known prophets you know, all through the Old Testament into the New Testament even, his name is mentioned, uh, he gets taken up in a whirlwind before uh, God. He mm-hmm. doesn't actually physically die here on earth. He does a bunch of miracles. He speaks out against sin and injustice. And he literally sees fire from heaven fall, he sees rain come, he sees people come back from the dead, and yet, Elijah had a moment... And even
1: his bones bring people back from the dead
0: after he's dead. Now, was that Elijah or Elisha? (sighs) So, you said it now. I kind of think... We're going to have to fact check. Yeah. Well, one of the two. I'm pretty sure it's Elijah. I think so, too. Yeah. Let's go with that. Yeah. Yes. And... (laughs) (laughs) And, um, and so anyway, so, so he had this moment after defeating the prophets of Baal in first Kings 18, and then the evil queen Jezebel basically putting a death threat out for him where he runs into the wilderness and he goes under a broom tree and he literally says, God, I've had enough. I'm done. Kill me now. So how is it that this powerful prophet ends up under this broom tree wishing that he was dead. Uh, and I share that because I can relate to that. Mm-hmm. Now, maybe not going under a tree and wanting to die, but <laughs> Elijah's depressed. Yeah, he's, you know, He's got conflicted things happening in his life. He's just, he's feeling exhausted. Mm. And I think what I relate most, and I think most people do, is you could have a really good day, week, or month, mm-hmm. or a bunch of seasons that are really good, but then you get that one bad report or that yeah. one bad email. Let's face it, in the ministry, uh, I know we're talking to a lot of people in ministry now. Uh, we can have a great Sunday, like the best Sunday you've ever had. And then Monday you get an email from somebody angry in mm-hmm. the church and it like, it ruins, like you're like, why do I do this? Right, Or you a comment or, or a, a comment, text yeah. message you or know, something on social media, talk to somebody in the hallway <laughs> right after, <laughs> Yeah,
1: you know, uh, yeah, it, it, you definitely, mm-hmm. it's the, it's the, this, the, 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 kind of swings of it yep. you know it they almost feel like mood swings mm-hmm. you know but they're these spiritual swings where you've again where elijah feels this incredible high where yep. he just called out every prophet and he's called down you know fire from heaven and then not just a, yeah. a few a few minutes later a few you know a few verses later yep. finds himself
0: exhausted yeah, running
1: and running
0: yeah so a couple of things. Let's talk about being tired and exhausted. Mm-hmm. So the first thing that I always like to go to is let's just call it the obvious. God did not yell at Elijah for being tired and exhausted. He actually didn't uh, rebuke him right then and there. Mm-hmm. Now later we find because of his exhaustion, he transitions over to Elijah or Elisha. And, but at the moment, God actually sends an angel, mm-hmm. and one verse says the angel of the Lord that came and actually sustained him, gave him bread to eat, yep. things to drink two times, and then told him that the journey was hard, so he needed to rest and, and get better so he could go to the next point. Mm-hmm. And I think that's good because I think it's okay sometimes for us to feel that way, exhausted and tired, and not feel like God's going to say, well, what's wrong with you? Just work harder. Right. Just suck it up. No, like, he took a nap. He took a nap. <laughs> like, he, he slept. And, <laughs> and that um, was okay. And that was okay. Yeah and god ministered to him in that moment when he felt depressed and just exhausted Mm -hmm. so let's talk a little bit ken what are some things that some people can be reminded of when we feel tired and exhausted when it comes to especially those of us in ministry
1: yeah we've talked about this a little bit i think you've got to find the ways that you recharge and that could be on a daily basis. That could be on a weekly basis. Uh, it should definitely be on a regular basis. Whatever you choose is up to you. But how do you recharge? And um, if you're tired, if you're exhausted, think about the things that also exhaust you. You know, maybe emails on Monday are not the first thing that you should do if you're already tired from the weekend. Maybe you should you know schedule a meeting, schedule a one-on-one a coaching session. you know I know you talk to a coach regularly as yeah, well every Monday you know. morning. <laughs> so like that that gives you yep. boosted for the week rather than drains you even yep. more. So figure out what what brings you joy. And uh, you know we've talked about working genius before on here as well. What are those kinds of things that are your working genius that that give you that passion and desire and um, and recharge for your week, for your month, and that that helps fight off the tiredness. It helps fight off the exhaustion because you're not going from something that you you're where you're already tired into something that drains you.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and those are good practical things, you know, calendar integrity, Mm -hmm. you know, planning ahead, you know, all those things that really help, building in time for yourself. Days of Sabbath. Yeah, days of Sabbath. One of the things I had to talk about is that is simply the Sabbath. You know, in Genesis, God says, you know, He created everything, but then on the seventh day, He rested. Mm -hmm. And then He says it's good for everybody to work six days and rest one day. Mm -hmm. It's reinforced again in the New Testament. Now, the... The religious people will take that and make that uh, (laughs) an extreme, which Jesus had to deal with. So, that's a good thing to talk about. So, Jesus, his disciples were walking through taking off the heads of wheat, Mm -hmm. and the Pharisees at the time were like, oh, working on the Sabbath, kill them all. Jesus heal somebody on the Sabbath oh you did work on the Sabbath kill right. them all so it's not it's not that the the letter of the law mm-hmm. anymore like about the Sabbath, but it really is the intention of it, sure that we still need the Sabbath so whether that's a Sunday or Saturday for me it's a Friday right so Friday I don't do anything for work, nothing no emails I don't respond to stuff. Um, unless there's a significant emergency, right. like I'm not really engaging. It's my time with my family. It's time to rest. I That's why I catch up on my movies and mm-hmm. just kind of chill out. Uh, but that's a day of the rest. So I think people will do well to Sabbath well, to find When's your Sabbath, by the way? How, how do, Or how do you Sabbath?
1: Yeah, Fridays usually is mine as well, family time, um, hanging out with the kids. Uh, I actually I, I try to give Ashley that time for her because she's been with the kids most of the week and she works as well, but it's different, you know, and it's like, all right, she's mom all the time. And as soon as they wake up, the kids want mom, they could, they want, you know, breakfast and all the things and then getting them to to bed and all that as well. So I try to, for me, a recharge is actually with my kids and with, with my family. And then, um, uh, yeah, some some easy things I try to do to recharge on a regular basis. I can't do it weekly, but I like to play golf. I like to get out there, don't I don't turn my phone on, you know, spend 3 or 4 hours just out in nature and a little bit of frustration, but mostly uh <laughs> I realize that it is a leisurely activity. I'm yeah. not I'm not making the PGA tour by any means. Correct.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think I think everybody would do well to find out what the Sabbath is for you mm-hmm. personally, and then make sure you fight for that because mm-hmm. there's there's always going to be work. You know, I think the people in ministry that are working twenty four seven, you're, you're going to get burnt out. You're going to end up under the broom tree mm-hmm. like Elijah, going, "I'm just exhausted. I'm done." And so we have to fight for that. One again, God built that in. Mm-hmm. We should be taking a Sabbath. Um, we should be having that day of rest or whatever that is. Sundays are our work day. Right. So we work Sunday. So Sunday's not our day of Sabbath, but, and a lot of people can't do it on Saturdays, but most people should have at least a day off that they can kind of spend time in. I think the other thing, too, is just another spiritual reminder that Jesus actually says – and invites us to come to him when we feel weary. Mm-hmm. I think it's important. Yeah. Well, talks talked sure. about the yoke, right? And it's that picture of those big wooden heavy yokes on top of oxen yep. that are pulling up the farming equipment. Yep. So, that's the picture. And Jesus saying, saying, and that picture, I, I shared that with the church, and I, I had that constant picture that that's how most people are. Mm-hmm. They're out there trudging ahead. They got this big heavy yoke on them, and they're just dragging everything behind them. And that's just exhausting. Mm-hmm. Um, it's exhausting. And so, Jesus is actually saying, hey, you come to me. And we'll exchange yokes, which is kind of cool. Yeah, Jesus says, "You take my yoke, I'll take your yoke." And he says that his yoke is easy, is light, and tender. Mm-hmm. It's light, like that's what I want. Like, right? Yes, sign me up for that. Yeah. Uh, but why do you think it is that people still walk around exhausted, though? So here's the thing: we have full access to Jesus anytime. Right. He's invited us. Why are we still exhausted?
1: Uh, you know, I think for me personally, you know, I the simplest things are usually the ones that are overlooked and spending time with Jesus is the thing that when I look back and see that I'm tired or triggered or whatever, it's because I haven't spent any time in worship. I haven't turned mm-hmm. my devices off. <laughs> you know, I haven't, I haven't actually created space to spend time with him and you've got to be intentional about that again, whether yeah, it's calendaring right. or whatever, you know, f- for me, uh, you know, my kids go to bed. My wife is uh, an early bird, and I'm a, a night owl. And what I'm I'm trying to be more uh, mindful of is instead of watching some TV show or Netflix or whatever, not turning the TV on and spending some time with God. Mm-hmm. And everybody else is asleep. That's quiet time. Yeah. And now, instead of just you know vegging out, how do I how do I actually bring myself closer to Him? Gain his perspective, and as you mentioned, his yoke. I can't exchange that. I can't get. I can't take anything from you if I'm not close enough to take it. Mm-hmm. And you can't give anything to me if right. I'm not clo- If you're not close enough to give it, so I've got to create that that intentional connection time to be able to reset.
0: Yep. And I think finally the uh, the warning is this. Here's the warning: if you are exhausted and tired, which we all get at mm-hmm. times. One, you got to figure out what can give, where can you find a break, where can you find Sabbath, where can you find offloading, where can you do some of the things that Ken said earlier? Because the danger is usually we make our worst decisions when we're tired. Right. We make bad decisions, Mm -hmm. uh, whether that's bad for our business, bad for our church, or personal just dumb decisions we make (laughs) because we're tired. Mm -hmm. You know, when you're tired, your your fuse is usually a little shorter, um, or you want to just do something to make you feel a little bit better, which is very dangerous mm-hmm. uh, because the enemy knows that. And the enemy will love just to throw whatever he can at you while you're weak and while you're tired. I mean, why do you think he came to Jesus at the end of the 40-day fast? Yeah. He didn't come to the beginning. Yeah. It was after Jesus had fasted for 40 days. And you know Jesus was human. Yep. And and yes, he's God, but he was human. But, fully human, but that human yep. side was hungry and thirsty and tired, mm-hmm. and that's where the enemy came. And you can look at anybody in scripture. It's the same with Job's the same way. Mm-hmm. Look at Job. His his the enemy came to him after he was afflicted. Exactly. Not not when the things were going good, mm-hmm. after he was afflicted. And um Boy, that was good. I should have preached on that one. Come on. Man. Save it. I'm gonna do part two on that one on a Sunday sometime. <laughs> but uh but anyways, well hey, thanks for listening, everybody. Um you know, if you're feeling tired or exhausted, you're not alone, but you have a way to actually Take some rest. Take some time for yourself. We need you, right? Yeah, we need you. Uh, It's not. It's not just one church. We need you and your ministry to uh, to go to the next level. That's what Elijah did. He got fed, and he kept going after that. So, hey, thanks for listening, everybody. We're gonna keep uh, keep talking about overwhelmed the next couple episodes. Uh, We hope that it helps you feel not overwhelmed. And uh, thanks again for listening.